Welcome to We Are The Watchers. This is episode 254, top of the day to you, Steph. Hello, hello. What you eating? Uh, I brought chocolate-covered peanuts today. Oh, nice. Can I have La- some? Yeah, 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 of course. Last time hmm. you gave me a glass of wine, which was <laughs> delightful. It was good. But it's a little bit early in the day. Yeah, we're recording in the morning. Personally, I really like chocolate-covered almonds better, but I couldn't find any. So, peanuts it is. Well, of course, this is the week after Halloween, so I just assume that there's not a lot of any lolly or chocolate yeah. around. Yeah. Do you have that moment where every Halloween from about, what, three in the afternoon, yeah. you hold your breath and you think, I hope no one knocks on the door. I've got yeah. nothing. I could give them honey on toast, a banana. <laughs> <laughs> They'd love that. I actually um, went to the supermarket on the Saturday night before Halloween and I had to buy a whole heap of stuff and I, I walked past like the lolly section and I was oh, like, yeah. oh, Halloween, because mm. I just bought like a variety pack oh, of you're clever. whatever. Of course, then I realised after I did that that I I was going to be working to like six-ish, yeah. I think it was. So by the time I was driving back. Everybody's finished. They'd almost finished and I could just see like teenagers wandering around. Yeah. Like I literally saw a boy with what looked like a large pillowcase just tied around his waist. Oh, you're creative. I'm like, hmm, spooky? <laughs> you're like, well, if you're that creative, here's my trick or treat as you throw a Mars bar up the window <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of the car. Exactly. So there was no um, giving away of these, yeah. these chocolate bars. So I guess I'll be having those myself. Nice. Or I'll save them till next yeah, week and we can eat that. them. My friend has a really fun way of doing it, which is yeah. um, I guess a bit of setup, but then she doesn't have to bother being around so she just tapes you know variety sized chocolate bars to her garage door all spaced out because she started it um when you know early covid days and she's like now i think i'm the house that people know that the chocolate's stuck (laughs) on the garage door so she has to continue with it oh that's great (laughs) and once it's done it's done she's like well yeah, that's true. They're she doesn't finished. have to deal with I'm anything. Not adding any more on. And because she's the house, the people know it's taped to the garage. Yep. Once they're done, they're done. Yeah. They know that they're done. They're, exactly. Yeah. Does she live in a place where there's a lot of kids yeah, around? Heaps yeah. Of kids around. Yeah. That's one thing I think about like apartments. They probably don't get as many people. Probably so not. you probably don't have to worry too um, much. I mean, unless they could get in the front security doors. Or then if they're kids in that on in that the floor, building. Or yeah. Maybe. I don't know, but I, yeah. But uh, yes, I I was unscathed. But I did... mean, we say this as very naive Australian Halloweeners. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm sure American listeners would be like, "Of course how they do that? it how in an apartment building." Well, Daggy showed me a photograph of the candy Ooh. she bought, and she actually, I'm just going to have a look at the the photos because um, I remember. Okay. She got a 220-pack variety pack. Whoa. And they had like, I can see Reese's Pieces and... Hershey's, Milk Duds. Very American. And then there were like Skittle, must be like Skittle, like little mini packs or something. Oh my gosh, she got heaps. Heaps of stuff. And some Tootsie she Rolls. She completely out... That's 275 pieces in that bag. Amazing. She right? completely outdid your 12-pack of know, variety 12-pack that I still have. I'm wondering <laughs> how many she she's still got. I'll have to ask her. Um, 
because I'd be interested to see just yeah. how much that actually is. Uh, yeah. Uh, so no more spookiness. No, finished. That's that. done for the year. Uh, we're now ramping up into Christmas. Mm. So I'm suspecting in the next couple of weeks a couple of Christmas movies must There's be watched. There's a new Lindsay Lohan I heard about movie, that. Is that there? on Netflix? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. So oh, that look, one's got to do it. Yeah, of course. I love a good Christmas, like trashy mm-hmm. Christmas Hallmark movie with Candace Bergen. Anything oh, Candace yeah, Bergen yeah. She's Christmas. good. She's good. She's good. Uh, I think Stan might have a few this yeah, year. I'm okay. going to keep an eye out on that streaming service. Of course, all of the streaming yeah. services will need to be completely. Di- Disney has got the, the good ones, mm-hmm. like the actual good ones. Yeah. Uh, so I think good they course. might have a Santa Claus. Anyway, uh, well, well, we'll I started a, a thing last year, which I very quickly stopped when I realized how dangerous it would be. But I started as a drinking game. So every time you saw a Christmas tree in a scene, you had to take a sip. Brilliant. Now, when you're actually looking at it, you realize that these houses in these Christmas movies don't have the one Christmas tree in the lounge room. They have one in the front door, the hallway, backyard, Gotta be in probably in the scene. garage. Every scene. And the ones that are like royal, the princess Christmas ones, they would have about seven in a room. So very mm. quickly, I stopped that as a drinking game because I would have. Yeah, died. That, that, that's that's quite that's quite dangerous. Follow the watchers on Twitter at the Watchers Pod One. I've got, I think, a slightly challenging quiz for you this week, but I think it'll be fun. It's Is about it Christmas. No, it's not Christmas oh. yet, but it's about very famous actors. Mm. Well, I did so poorly last week. So poorly. you overthought. I know. I'm not good at. I'm you not good at fifty fifty true or false. Not yeah, this one. You, there's an actual. Well, I mean, there was always an actual answer, but there's. <laughs> <laughs> you can You're think about sort it. of right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know how to even say that. Let's crack into the. You know Emily Blunt is married to, what's his name, John Krasinski, and that they did the Quiet Place movie. Yes. And then they did the sequel and it was very good. Well, apparently it's becoming more of a thing now and there's actually going to be not a prequel, not a sequel. Well, it's kind of a prequel. It's just a, um, it's a, this is now... A universe. Ah, oh, so it's okay. it's not I about them. Yeah. So they won't be in this next okay. film. It's just going to be about what happened in th- this world, world when this happened. Are they producers or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think he might because uh, he directed the first two, so he may oh, even be directing that. this one as okay. well. It's, it's his baby. Yeah, he came up with the whole idea. Wow. This new Quiet Place film. This new Quiet Place film will be. Uh, will star Lupita Nyong'o, mm. Lupita, sorry, uh, which massive name. Huge. Very good. Uh, she's in like the latest Black Panther film and yep. she's been in heaps of stuff. Yep. Like, she's great. 12 Years a Slave I think was the first time. I think so. Most people saw I think her. you're right. So um, this film's set to come out March next year. No, March 2024. I almost okay. forgot what year we were in. So very early days but, you know, making an announcement of such a big star. Yeah. They've secured her. Yeah. They're in. That's good. So they're, they're hoping that this will just be the beginning of a whole heap of films that will Interesting. Be I find from that a really universe. interesting concept. Because it could almost be like an anthology where yeah. they're not all related, yeah. but they're in that world when that happens. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Very exciting. So 
Do you remember the film and book, Julie and Julia? Yes, I loved both of them. They were great and they were massively like popular. Like yeah. it, it was it was from her vlog uh, blogs, yeah. right? Back back in the day, like early two thousands yes. kind of thing. Well, Julie Powell, who mm-hmm. created it, very sad news, she she died over the weekend oh. um of a cardiac arrest. She was only forty nine. Oh, that's really sad. Really, really sad. But um I guess the reason I put it in there, because we don't always talk about people no. who died, is just that uh, that was a film and a book that so many people enjoyed mm. and got so many people into cooking mm-hmm. and French cuisine yes. as well, you know, the butter. butter. Yes. Yeah, people still sort of talk about that, yeah. you know, we need more butter. Yeah. Um, so I, I reckon it, it might even be worth having a watch of that film. Oh, I, I over, really enjoyed that film. Week. Yeah. It had a really lovely flow. It did, didn't it? it? Yeah. It, as, as a sort of flash forward, flash back, yep. depending Huge on. stars as well. Oh, massive. Yeah. I mean, Meryl and Stanley Amy. Stanley Tucci. That's right. Yeah. Stanley Tucci was in it as well. Was her husband... Mark Ruffalo? Yes, I think so. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So heaps heaps of big stars. So, yeah, uh, sad, sad to hear about that because 49 is pretty young. That's really Very young. Very young. This one I uh, found and I was like, oh, I've got to speak about this. Yeah. So Andy Cohen had a little <gasps> chit-chat. Love Andy Cohen. About the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 12 reunion. I've just been You've just started it. it. Okay, so it's three part in three parts. I've only I seen think. two, so obviously the third hasn't been okay released yet. So is that usual that there's three? Yes, because that seems like a lot. The more popular the show, okay, the more episodes the reunions get. So Beverly Hills is massive, so massive it's going to be three. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, the more they argue, yeah, the more controversial the series has been the more it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that makes sense. So if a new season, a new franchise came out, they would probably get two. Still, two's Still, a lot. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. In the old days, it was one, flat yeah. one, yeah. and then they would do an unseen footage episode. Oh, okay. But having three, yeah. Not they one. must film for hours. From what it seems, then, and they're showing more behind the scenes in the reunions mm. these days than they ever did before. So they'll it'll flash to... Um, them arriving and it says 6 a.m. And then when they leave, they'll all be saying, okay, good night, everyone. Wow. Oh, thank goodness we're going home. I'm so tired. So they've obviously been there for a yeah. good 12, 15, 18-hour day. That's a lot. Yeah. And they must sit and film for really long stretches because you hear them say like, Andy, please, please can I go to the toilet? And he'd be like, no, I just got one more thing to do. And they're like, Oh, I just need to go. Or and so I can't sit up. here any longer. Yeah, they decked out. Yeah. More than the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Must be so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Oh, gosh. Well, anyway, there was a thing about um, Lisa Rinna's manila folder. Have you gotten to that? Yes. All right. So um, she apparently brought receipts to That's Andy. what they call them. It's. They're not? It's wanky. Yeah, it's right. basically, it's proof of what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they call it receipts. So this was uh, relating to the Elton John AIDS Foundation ticket mm-hmm. snafu, he said. Yes. In um, inverted commas. Um, apparently she, she said that she was the guest and that someone else didn't buy her seat to the dinner table and it just sounds like a whole heap of drama that would be perfect for this kind of reunion. It's perfect. And it's it started off the season. So they obviously needed oh, something right. a bit of argy bargy yep. to yep. start the season off. So it 
all came out on a Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And um, what, another housewife, Sutton Strack, said that Lisa Rinner and her husband never thanked her for t- her taking them to the Elton John Oh, okay. So she must be the one that Lisa Renner is saying, no, Sutton didn't buy her ticket. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous because it was such a non-story. No one But they make these stories. They probably didn't even care. They probably didn't even care. And now it's like this massive thing. Yeah. And who cares who bought your (laughs) ticket? The woman was saying, if someone buys your ticket, you say thank you. That's actually all it was. That's all that needed to be done. All that needed to be done. So it was great. Yeah, three episodes. However, though, Mm. just, you know, because I do love Housewives, I'll talk about them forever. Yeah. Watching the reunion. So Kyle Richards has been a Beverly Hills housewife from the beginning. She's the one with dark hair. The really long dark hair. She's part of that cat meme about... um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yep. like the one holding the blonde Yeah, one and she's been in the Halloween movies with Jamie Lee Curtis oh, since she was right. a child. Yeah, that's and right. now obviously an yeah. adult and it's continuing. So her second sister has been appearing in the last two seasons, not as a full housewife but as a inverted quotes friend. Sister. Sister. Watching their reunion drew huge alarm bells for me. I was watching going, this is a toxic abusive relationship this sister relationship yes because in a very kind of nice kind of sweet but very very snide sinister way Kathy Hilton was apologizing to her sister Kyle and Kyle just couldn't talk and she didn't want to say anything because she knew whatever she was going to say would make things worse or be, you know, she'd be blamed for things. And she was crying her eyes out. Really? And I'm thinking there are eight people on the stage, probably another 50 in the st- sound stage. Yeah. No one's speaking up. It's like this is a very dangerous relationship that's happening here. It really made me worry. So is Kathy Paris Hilton's mother? She is. Oh, mm-hmm. well, therefore she thinks she's better? Yes. Okay. And then there's another Hilton sister who was in the like in the beginning Beverly Hills? No, not Hilton's sister, Richard's sister. Sorry, Richard. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kim Richards. Yes. She was also a child star. Oh. Caravans of Courage. Oh, really? Um, heaps and heaps of movies. Right. And she was in the first maybe five seasons and okay. she left. And she left. Yes. And now Kathy is a friend. A friend. And Kathy, was she an actress at any point? Not no. that we know of. Oh, no, okay. but she's the eldest sister. So I think there's oh. a very um, huge power struggle in that family between yeah. the three of them. Sounds like it. Uh, so that's um, there's a potential there, do you reckon, for Kathy to become like a full-on cast member? I or do you think if- she's too good for it? She thinks she's too good. She can't Probably, think she's too good. She's I don't it. think she is. I think I don't know. I wonder if they were going to try and make her a full fledged housewife for this season, because she was quite a fan favorite last season. She's a bit ditzy, a bit in her own world. Um, has lived a very very privileged lifestyle oh, yeah. being a Hilton. So you know, even things doesn't know the person's name who's worked for her for twenty five years. You know that sort of. <laughs> Wow. Just calls her the lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So I think the fans really enjoyed the comic side of her. Then this season she has realised that, 
oh, I can come on and I can get my products placed in the show, wasn't (sighs) happy about how they were placed, wasn't happy that people weren't giving her the attention that she thought she needed, Mm. had an absolute meltdown and is denying it even though it was in a public nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Okay. And And blaming her sister for it. Oh, okay. Yes. Will it be Lisa Rinna's fault as well at oh, some yeah. point? Oh, yeah, it was okay. Lisa Rinna's fault. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I was just guessing. Well, That's amazing. Yeah, Lisa had, she definitely had parts to okay. it. Okay. And Lisa was, look, if she was getting not getting paid mm. for her acting ability mm. on The Housewives, she got paid for the acting abilities. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so because good. apparently saying it. Kathy Hilton had a bit of a meltdown, a little yell in a car home, and Lisa Rinna sang... I felt violated. Oh, my God. She was having a psychotic break and I had to hide myself in a bedroom. Like, you keep acting. Keep going. Go on. Gosh, it's very serious. Oh, madness. Okay, so that's that's still going. It's hilarity. Yeah, I know. It's none of it serious. Um, Okay, so Winnie the Pooh is a much-loved child children's book. Yes. Movies, maybe? Definitely there was a cartoon. Anyway, not long ago, there was word that there was a uh, Winnie the Pooh blood and honey horror film coming oh, no. out. So it's a low budget, very bloody apparently, and oh, um, it's become a bit of an internet, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say sensation because no one's seen it yet, but like people are like, what on earth is that? I must know. Yes. I must find out exactly what it is. So it's actually getting released to some movies oh, um, soonish, I think. I, I, I'm not sure when. I don't think they actually said yet. They're just saying this is when it's happening. So it's about a six-foot Winnie the Pooh and a sidekick piglet and they go on a murderous rampage across oh, no. 100-acre oh, wood no. And uh, after being left to fend for themselves by Christopher Robin and they just go absolute feral. So the, the director apparently came up with the idea after seeing that the A.A. Milne yeah. books, uh, or book I should say, had entered the public domain so <gasps> oh. people could do whatever they want with it. Wow. Insane, right? I don't know how I feel about this. I've, I mean, 100%, we would never have watched it anyway. No. But no. it's interesting that, that there's, there's this thing that the internet has become intrigued with. Yeah. I w- watch as this becomes a cult classic. It will be. 100%, right? Be. It's going to be what I, happens. You know, when you say low budget, your mind goes to a certain place yeah so I'm really interested in what it looks like like is it bad graphics or is it somebody in a bad like bear suit running around yeah right like um almost a Blair Witch Project yeah. filmed yeah I and wonder. if one's six foot there's a person well, in the that, piglet has to be shorter right piglet? maybe it's a kid oh because so, yes. it just would look ridiculous. I think, I think the whole thing is is going to be ridiculous and I think they're just going to lay into that pretty hard. Which Why is not? what the internet loves, the internet let's loves be ridiculousness. honest. We all love a good lemon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Uh, one thing that we love as a family is board games. Love them. Tabletop games. And uh, the world, or at least the gaming world, really loves The Last of Us, Mm -hmm. which is a PlayStation uh, game from Naughty Dog. Anyway, it's getting its own board game adaptation. So this one's going to be called The Last of Us Escape the Dark. Now, is it like a a branded version of an already known game? 
Yes. So okay. it's not by itself. Okay. So Escape the Dark is a series of uh, co-op games. Mm-hmm. And um, so this version will be the Last of Us version. So the, it's you can play between one and five players and you can play as Ellie, Joel, Tess, Bill, Tommy, Marlene. Mm-hmm. And um, the aim of the game is to try and reach safety whilst exploring this okay. world filled with – are they called zombies in The Last of Us? Anyway, clickers and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, there'll be scenes or like world parts of the game in – parts of the game in the game, <laughs> parts of the game in the board game. So like the suburbs, sewers, university, and um, there'll be a combination of human and infected enemies. Ooh. So uh, it sounds – I wonder if – because they're saying it's one to five players, so it can't be the game where someone is in charge, like a dungeon master yes. kind of thing. Because otherwise, one player, yeah, how do you do one. that? Yeah. So it, the the the, ga- the rules must be a little more straightforward mm-hmm. or like direct, mm-hmm. like directional. I reckon we might have to try this I one when it should. comes out. Yeah. yeah. See see if we can survive the Last of Us. <laughs> do you want to get into some watching suggestions? I'd love to. Got a watching suggestion? Email the watches podcast at gmail.com. I think the first one we need to talk about is Handmaid's Tale because you said you've caught up. I have, I have caught up. I was behind last week and I thought I better do my due diligence. Mm. Do, gil- do, do, do diligence. Anyway, whatever. I watched all the episodes. Brilliant. <laughs> That's all you needed to do. And how are you liking this season so far? I'm liking it. Now, Without giving too much away, can we talk about Serena? She is the only, not the only reason, she's the main reason I think this season is so intriguing. Yes, absolutely. And I was thinking about it. She has been one of the most intriguing characters. The whole way through. The whole way through. You never know. Yeah. You never know what she's thinking, where she's going. And the acting is so good that you can't actually read her facial expressions, which doesn't sound right because you would think if an if you're acting, yeah, you should like, be able well, to course, tell the story. Yeah. But that's the whole point of Serena. And <coughs> she's becoming undone in this season, completely undone. Yeah, because she's lost. She's lost everything that has tied her to safety within mm-hmm. the world that she wants to live in, which is Gilead. And, um, and she helped create. She helped create. And, and now she's become unofficially... A handmaids, mm-hmm. not in Gilead, not in Gilead, not in Gilead. In um, what are they calling it? Like no man's land kind of thing. No, it's Canada. Canada. We're in Canada. So she try. So she she's attempted to go back to Gilead, um, but then there's no place for her because what does a single white woman, they don't want wife, her. widow? There's nothing for no. her. She tried to uh, get herself hooked up, but that didn't happen. He no. wasn't interested, and now she's found herself in a terrible predicament where she can only ask June for help Mm. and June's not interested. June's got her, like June's got what she thinks is the most important thing for Mm -hmm. her, which, you know, has always been find Hannah. find Hannah. But what's interesting is she has continually asked June for help, continually, not just this season but throughout, but this season in particular she keeps asking June for help and when she was at rock bottom and she asked explicitly asked June for help and June was you know the one-liners in this season are brilliant yeah they're good and June just replies and goes oh we're not friends (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) I helped you in your absolute time of need, but we're not friends. I'm not going to reach out or go on a limb for you anymore. You've been horrible to me. More than horrible. (laughs) Talking about the one-liners and Serena's saying, she's like, oh, you know, it's like I'm you now. You know, what what would you do? (laughs) And when June says, you know, you act like a handmaid, you pretend you're a handmaid, you talk like a handmaid, but the whole time you're plotting their demise. And Serena (laughs) responded with, is that what you did? (laughs) Dumb. Uh, Yeah, it is. I just, I, I love the fact that she has no idea of any sort of double standards that happens at any point in time with anyone. Like it, it's all lost on her. Completely lost on her. And she's supposed to be a really intelligent woman. But you know how some very smart people can be a little bit yes, silly they've got no in other yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in other situations. So I wonder if, if that's a little bit like that with her. But I'd say my favourite episode of that season was her and June in the barn. Yes. It was brilliant. It was great. I It suddenly ended and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. it's ended. Like I was so into, into it. it. I didn't realise that a whole mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole mm-hmm. episode amount of time had But had even finished. the steps before they got to the barn was so yeah. incredible. Yeah. With the car mm. and the gun, which you kept thinking, What is gonna happen? What is going to happen? And it, it twisted me. Twisted. Cause it's it I think that this show is all about them. It wasn't always in the beginning. It was about how weird Gilead is mm-hmm. and trying to figure out why this world is the way it is. But now I think it's about Serena and June. Yes. Yes. And I find Serena more interesting than June because June just does that stare into camera and then does something crazy violent. Uh, look, June is suffering from PTSD. Of course she is. She really needs a, a little bit of help. And her conversations with Luke really do uh, emphasise that she is not normal anymore because no. she has been, uh, like you said, she's got PTSD yeah. and, and he doesn't. So yep. he speaks like we would speak. You know, yeah. his train of thought and his ideas are exactly what the viewer, yes. the audience would say, yes. uh, think about. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not on that level no, anymore. I'm not there anymore. And I never probably will be ever again. Never. You can't go back from that. No. But this last episode, it it really got me. Mm. emotionally mm. and, you know, having kids myself and I, you know, I was just thinking about June because why would you, you know, you've escaped from Gilead how many times? Yeah, I know, <laughs> about 20. You've survived how many times? You've got one daughter out. One has been gone for, what did they say, eight, nine yeah, years? About, yeah, Something was, like uh, that. Yeah. You know, when do you walk away? When do you give up and you know, she's pretty much saying, I'm never, ever. She never will. But also I think this is an important time mm. for her because it's at the just before Hannah is going to have to marry. Become and by wife. then that will be almost, that will be next level difficult. Like Hugely it, that's a difficult. Big step. And I think it was Luke who was saying, how yeah. can you leave one child to go back for another again? Mm. And I, I was thinking as a mother's point of view, I was like, you would have to. Yeah, you just have I don't to. Want, I don't want to leave one. Yeah. But, but I've already left one. I've already left yeah. one and she needs my help. Yeah. I, it just, that show mm. seriously hits you where it hurts, as because, a, even as a viewer. Uh, because, and, and it's not even, this is way past where the book went. Way past. And it's not where the sequel 
like but Margaret Atwood's book. still involved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's great, great show. It is incredible. We must be coming up to the end, right? Well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, the end of the season or yeah, the end yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, Well, both. Full stop. Is this the last season? No, it's oh. not. They've got one more. Okay. Yeah, sixth and final season. Okay. Yeah, so we've got one more. So uh, we'll obviously learn more about n- New Bethlehem mm-hmm. and that Hong Kong, they were calling it. Yeah. yeah that Hong Kong. And... Um, Serena, like, is is New Bethlehem going to be? I just, I'm not is sure. Is Serena going to go to New Bethlehem? I think she will. I and I just will. don't think, I just can't see the demise of Gilead. I don't think it's going to. Not by the end of it. I don't think they will have won that. I think June will have won Hannah. Yes. And look, I'd it. be happy. As a viewer, yeah. I'd be happy if she can grab Hannah and they can all head off to Fiji together. Yep. I'd be happy with that. Yep. But I don't know that Gilead, and it seems like Gilead is losing popularity around the world from the conversations. But very interesting that Commander Lawrence, who is the creator of Gilead, has admitted that it's gotten away from him. It's not what he wanted and he could never have foreseen where it went and how awful Mm. it would become. Mm. And he's creating another place. I know. Let's see how he goes with that one. Scary. Do you reckon he's going to end up living there? Yeah. He wants Nick to live there. But he wants Nick to mm, live there. We'll see. I don't know that he's going to come to a good ending. Nick or? Both. Lawrence. Yeah, I think Definitely so. Definitely not Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Moira's treading a bit of water at the moment, so I'm mm. uh, wondering if maybe by the end of this season or definitely into the next season something's going to happen where she does something. Because yes. at the moment she's just in Canada yes. looking after Nicole for them. Yep. But they're having a horrible time in Canada. Of course. The Canadians are starting to turn on all the mm. refugees. They're losing their patience. Um, and Moira is feeling the pressure. The, that pressure. Um, wasn't there word that because Alexis Beadle, Beadle? Yeah, she decided um, she didn't want to be in this season and she left. But is there. Word that she's coming back. Yeah, mm, I didn't know if there was or right. if it was a bit of a rumor that she might come back for the next season. Well, that would be good. Just to sort of have her in there because, I mean, she was such a great character. Great character. And I know they they wrote out an excuse of why she wasn't there. But, but it was a one scene, one sentence It felt throwaway. empty, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. Handmaids, loving it. Amazing. Another thing that I've been loving, although I've only seen one episode of because it's very new, uh, Fisk, season two oh. Fisk on ABC. With uh, Kitty Flanagan, yes. obviously. Uh, I loved it. It was a hilarious episode. By the time this podcast episode comes out, there will have been another episode, but I haven't seen it because we're recording it too early for that. But very, very funny. Um, there's it, it starts off with uh, Julia Zamera in, in um, Fisk's Helen's office saying, look at this photocopier I bought, massive. Like, you know, the kind of ones that you see like in 1980s movies, like yes. massive like that. And she's like, why is it in here? Can't it be somewhere else? Yeah, why is it in and my And she's like, office? I can't have it in the reception. It's It'd be too much of a distraction. She's like, hello. And it admits <laughs> so much hate that um, the, the longer the episode goes on, the redder Kitty Flanagan is. <laughs> and like her clothes now, she always wears brown. Yeah. It's just like stuck to her in wet <laughs> grossness. And it becomes uh, just a dumping ground for everybody's stuff hilarious um, so good i wonder was she like a bit of a photocopy nazi yeah she must have been because in my yeah. work like you can't photocopy certain things oh, you've got right. this huge yes. amazing machine but you can't use it yeah don't use it i used to work with someone 
who would print all the time. And it was a really loud printer. <laughs> and people were trying to like edit or mm-hmm. like focus and write. Sound sensitive things. Absolutely. And just be like, <clears throat> and he's just like, oh. Why? To then just crumple up the paper and yeah, put it in the recycling. Yeah, to read it and then, yeah. So painful. Yeah. So, but, yes, pr- and, and for me, printers just never work. There's always something wrong yeah. with a printer for me. Yeah. Well, they're missing that integral part mm. where they do their job. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like they don't know how to. No. Well, you press print. I don't know what you mean by print. Mm-hmm. Put the paper through. I don't know what you mean by paper. And I always wonder about people who are like, I'm on air in two minutes. I might start printing out what I need now. Mm. And you're like, but it's a printer. There's going to be those problems that you just said. It's not going to work. Whenever you need it, it doesn't work. My other favourite are Mm. the people who jam photocopiers and they rip the paper out, which you know there's always going to be a little piece left in there. Always, every time. And then they disappear. Yep. They leave it jammed. Yeah, not my problem. So the next person comes up and they have to get on their hands Great. and knees with their arm. Ink everywhere all <laughs> yeah. over their hands. Amazing. Oh, gosh. Do you want to have a quiz? Yes, please. All right. This one is called... What did they win for? So what did his famous actors actually win their Oscar or first Oscar for? Oh, no. So some of them may have won several, but you've got to tell me the first movie. So it's the movie, not the character. Let's start off with one that you might get. What colour shoes did this person wear? Okay. No, 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 you don't have to. I would not. Yeah, I think you're going to find this easier. Julia Roberts. Aaron Brockovich. Correct, in the yes. year 2000. Ding! Uh, the, next one, the next one, his name is Toe Hanks because <laughs> I left the M off. So it's just, oh, no, it would be Two Hanks, wouldn't it? Two yeah, Hanks. T-O-E. Two Hanks. Ooh. Now he's got about 75 Oscars, exactly. Would it be Forrest Gump? Philadelphia. Yes, Philadelphia in 2004, then one for Forrest Gump in 2005. Oh, I couldn't remember which was first. So that was very, very I'm good. I'm impressed by myself. I actually wrote those I'm, two down. I'm going to go ding, ding. Okay, yeah, I think you should. I think you should. <laughs> this one's a little bit difficult. I found this one difficult. Nicole Kidman. Okay. Nicole Kidman. Do you want a year? Just to give you a bit of context. Do you know what would help more? What? <laughs> if I told you the answer. No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. What colour dress was she wearing when she won? I don't know. Well, see, because I know Julia Roberts okay, let was me wearing have a black look. and white. So I can pa- let me have a look. It. Gwyneth Paltrow was wearing pink when she won hers. She was. Um, Kidman Oscar speech maybe just do to just do speech yeah okay 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 can't spell speech there we go black dress oh. i i can i can show you black dress was it the hours oh, oh yes nice that's so good that's so good 2002 was when the film came out she won in 2003 
That's good. Nice. Very, very good. Reese Witherspoon. Um, Easy one, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the name of it. It was the Johnny Cash movie. What was that called? I like that movie. The only time I've seen it. I've gone blank on the name of it. Three, Three words. Three words, yep. First it's a song. The name. First word, a form of transportation that humans... Walk the line. Yes, good work. In 2005. What about Heath Ledger? He won for the joke. Yeah, I don't think you're going to know the name because you have um, made it a, yeah, you're not a Batman fan at all, so you um, wouldn't know, but it was for Dark Knight, so you were right. And he won it. Yes, after he had passed away. Yep, in 2008. Hey, ding, ding. Yeah, that's 100% a ding, ding. Final one, and it was always going to be this person's name for the final one, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sandra Bullock won yes. for the football movie. Yes. About the boy. Yep. It was a true story. And because I can bring everything back to Except below for deck. The na- oh, God, really? The real woman. She did too. Was a guest on the below deck boat with Captain Lee. So I can always bring it back. I feel Six like they- degrees of below deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so good. Um, it wasn't precious. That was three words. First word, the. Second one, um, kind of like curtains. The blind side. Yeah, good work. In 2009. Ding, ding. That's it. You got all of yeah, them. Yeah, I got all of them. You did what I think I would do in that situation where you're like, can't for the life of me remember the film, may not have seen it, or if I did, I saw it back then. Um, just going to describe bits of it. <laughs> describe the movie, but I'm just going to give me a little bit of Well done. Thank you. Good quiz. That was fun. I liked it too. I thought that was a good one. So on that note, thank you very much. Thanks.